0: You could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
1: I am an online performance coach. What does that mean? I help you to show up on social media. I help you to get comfortable in front of the camera and start using video on a consistent basis. But today and really every day that I'm here in Breakfast of Champions, I'm not necessarily following a specific outline or a specific guide, but rather I figure out what is on my heart when I woke up this morning and I look at marketing from the lens of personal development. And for some reason, there was this moment on my heart of a time in my life when I was making six figures and living paycheck to paycheck. Let me say that one again. I was making six figures. In fact, I remember the first time that I was about 23, 24 years old and I got a check and it was for $16,000. And that was the first of many checks. And I truly believed in that moment that, oh my God, I've figured out how to make money. All of my problems are gone. But then fast forward, Playing this endless gay game of catch-up and for years of continuing to live paycheck to paycheck even though Previous to that. I think I had made less than 20 perhaps maybe even less than $15,000 trying to make ends meet trying to make my dreams come true And yet, why was I constantly chasing? And so I really want you as we're talking about wealth today, to really take a look at your numbers because your numbers don't lie. To really take a look at what is your relationship with finances. For me, it truly was that I had spent so many years living paycheck to paycheck, being so afraid to look at the bank accounts, being so afraid to look at what I had left, afraid of if something would clear, afraid of if i would be able to afford the rent that month that when i started to make money i i just didn't want to worry about things anymore and so for for better and and through worst i didn't and i thought that the secret was well giselle you know what let's just keep making more money But the reality is is Giselle was spending money on really dumb things. And I'm not just talking about getting the takeout or going through the coffee drive-through, but as soon as I started to make a little bit of money, again, thinking that I would just make more and make more, I wanted to wish that money on everyone and everything. And I was also buying all of the dumb things to impress people that I didn't even actually like. I went on a shopping spree. I did not save that stash. Prada shoes, let's go. Christian Louboutin, Prada sunglasses. Let's go on trips. Let's go to Vegas. Let's go to Europe. Let's go to the club. I'll buy a bottle service thing for everybody. I don't even know you, but of course you can have this shot. And of course, (laughs) it didn't make any sense to me because my thought was, I'll just keep making money and I'll keep making money and I'll keep making money. But then I lost my biggest client. And then I lost my second biggest client through no fault of my own within a 24 hour period. And all of a sudden the wheels started to come off. And I wasn't making money in the rapid way that I was previously. I was getting by, but I was also continuing to spend and spend and spend and spend and spend. And that's something that no one really talks about because I'll be honest with you, what I'm finding anytime that I speak to this is more and more people who I thought were successful saying, oh my God, I have that exact same issue. And so my question to you, and I want you to write this down, is are you driving the money? Or is the money driving you? Is the money driving you? And. Don't get me wrong, it's okay to have monetary goals. I want you to have all of the wealth in the world. I want all of your wildest dreams to come true. I want you to not have to worry. I want you to have that freedom that you don't currently have. However, there are a lot of people who would love to be in your position right now who perhaps might be more responsible with what you have. And so the reality is, is that more money is not going to save your spending problem. So something that I want to challenge you to do today is really figure out where you're at. Where are you at? Where are you at? Can you afford to lead the lifestyle that you are living? Are you actually running a business? Or are you simply rushing for cash flow? If something happened to you, God forbid, could your business continue? Or would that be the end of that? And would that be the end of you? Are you creating systems in place to make sure that that doesn't happen? Are you putting systems in place to make sure that you are saving for taxes, for growth, but also for those really big, fun, fancy things and dreams and gifts and vacations that you truly do want to take and have and deserve. But you need to own exactly where you are at. And if you are still living paycheck to paycheck, you need to ask yourself, is this the best that I can do? Because I am truly working as hard as I possibly can, working as effectively as I possibly can, surrounding myself with those people who inspire me to be and do better, as Brielle was talking about, or is this something that I'm contributing to? I really want you to be honest with that. Really, truly. I want you to look at your banking statement. I want you to look at your credit card statements, line by line, if you haven't yet. It sounds like the most obvious thing, y'all, but the reality is, is I know that so many of you are afraid to look. You only look when it's a deposit. You only look when it's the revenue. And here's the thing, there are so many people who will brag about their businesses, saying, I made six figures this, I made seven figures that, okay. But what did you net what did you invest how is that pushing you further and how is that contributing to growth moreover more time isn't going to solve your time management problem and that's the thing too when i found myself in this place of fight or flight I I found myself, and did someone just unmute, did someone want to pop in there? I think it
0: was just coming to stage.
1: Perfect. So when it comes to how you are spending your time, you've heard that phrase, you know, uh, we've all got 24 hours a day like Beyonce. And we would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge the fact that Beyonce's assistant probably has 24 assistants, (laughs) but at the same time, Beyonce's calendar is probably curated by the minute. And if you are in this room, I I really want you to, to ask yourself, where is my time actually going? if you're in this room chances are you are a visionary chances are you are someone who you love the the big audacious scary beautiful goals and dreams and the shiny objects and you are a quick start when you want to do something you absolutely go for it (laughs) if if that is you Be proud of that, be so very proud of that. But here's also the, the hard truth that I had to swallow as I was attempting to rebuild myself and put the pieces back together, not just with the dollars in the bank account, but also with how I was building an actual revenue producing business that I could eventually step away from. And that is really, where is your time going? When it comes to social media, for example, are you spending more time creating or are you spending more time consuming? When it comes to your business, are you spending more time researching or are you spending more time implementing? I oftentimes make the joke of so many visionaries who want so badly to be a best-selling author. And rather than writing the book, you are thinking about not just the marketing strategy, but the advertising strategy and your tour. Yet you haven't even written the book. And that's part of the hard part. And in fact, you'll end up exhausting yourself in all the tasks of trying to come up with this perfect business plan that you won't even start the book. And six months, one year, two years will go by and you still haven't gotten past that first page. If even that. You're distracting yourself with the tasks of 3, 6, 12, 16 months from now versus looking at exactly what you have to do. For some of you, you are trying to come up with the perfect video, the perfect hashtag strategy, the perfect captions, and yet you still aren't even getting yourself on camera or posting on a regular basis. So I want you to really look at how are you spending your time? That's even how I came up with the name of my business, actually, as I was going through this, and I myself realizing, oh my goodness, Giselle, you are horrible with time management and task management. y'all, I have never been you know, I've never not worked my way up in my jobs. I have been a, a leader <laughs> uh, in the corporate corporate world, and to to be able to actually admit out loud that that i do not do time management and task management well or people management well that was a really hard pill to swallow and when i look at what i consider to be the business bible which is eos um, how to be a great boss is amazing traction get a grip on your business is amazing they they look at the, the leaders of business in two ways There's the visionary and the integrator. And every business has these two people. Unfortunately, when you're first starting out, you typically have to play the role of both. And with that, you typically have to learn to master the art of both or delegate in the right way. But ultimately what it's saying is that every business has a visionary and an integrator. One is the, the one who goes to the top of the mountain, they can see the big picture, they get so excited, they they, they can see the vision beyond anything else. And they can share what that vision looks like and, and where you're supposed to go and, and help you to, to just really steer the ship. Whereas the integrator is the one who makes sure that that happens. Make sure that all the pieces are in place, the numbers are in place, the people are in place. Because Typically, if you're good at one, you're not great at the other, very rarely. And if you are, you've truly mastered skills bite by bite, piece by piece. And so you need to be really honest with yourself. Am I the visionary or am I the integrator? And if I am the visionary, then how can I make sure that I am not bottlenecking or micromanaging, that I am not keeping myself from moving forward, that my dreams, are not becoming my biggest distractions. Now, unfortunately for many of you, you can't find that other person, you have to wear both hats. So one of the things that we just talked about was, more money is not going to solve your spending problem. More time is also not going to solve your time management problem, okay? More hours in the day. (laughs) Yes, we all wish that we had it, But oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes, when I hear that phrase from someone, and we really take a look at how you're spending your days, we really look at your schedule, it's not actually that you needed more hours, it's that you found yourself accidentally wasting a lot of hours, or worse yet, this is how it usually happens, is you take a few minutes throughout the day to do things that you thought wouldn't take that much time, but the next thing you know, You're taking up hours a day or a week doing the things that you don't need to be doing. And so what I want you to do right now is to grab your piece of paper. And I want to challenge you today to do a time audit. So you're going to grab a blank piece of paper. You're going to put time audit at the top. And I've heard this done a few different ways. So I'm simply going to share the way that I do it. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna draw a line down that piece of paper, and on the left column, you're gonna label that one planned. On the right column, you're gonna label that one actual. And you are going to put increments of time on the left for every 15 minutes, every 15 minutes. And what I do, and this is annoying, but for my visionary ADHD brain, and I do this honestly, Uh, about every other week, to be honest. And I will have Alexa or Siri go off every 15 minutes. And when Alexa or Siri go off, I write down in that moment what I am doing. At the same time though, I will also self-correct because there are many times where I will find myself putting up fires or checking the DMs or answering the phone call that it has completely disrupted what I was supposed to be doing in that moment. Now, don't get me wrong, I do believe that you should always make time to refresh and recharge and have a little fun. But there are a lot of tasks that you could easily batch together or block out in your calendar, even little things like cleaning out your text box. Maybe there are some texts that are from a week ago, or maybe you get those those automated messages that give you your two-step authorization code that you didn't delete and they just clumped up your inbox. I know that for some of you who are super anal about your inbox, this is giving you a heart attack right now because the thought of having any sort of notifications is driving you bananas. But even little tasks like cleaning out your text box or replying to DMs, or perhaps it might even be listening to Clubhouse. If all you're doing right now is simply sitting and listening, that's okay. There should absolutely be a time for learning. But again, it goes back to time management and are you spending more time creating or are you spending more time consuming? I absolutely want you to listen to these incredible people and throughout the day, but I would hope that at some point Either you are getting moving and making movement a priority or you're taking a pause when you need to. You're putting your earmuffs on when you need to so that your dreams don't become the distractions. Like yes, okay, I absolutely want you to get on TikTok and on YouTube, but if we don't even have you on Facebook yet, or we don't even have you on Instagram yet, or if you're still trying to perfect posting pictures of your face. Then hold on, honey, we need to work on step A before we work on step F, G, H, Z. So I want you to run a time audit and have an alarm go off every 15 minutes and write down what it is that you are doing. And at the end of the day and or two and or three, I want you to really face the music again. That was the thought that I had on my heart this morning, was I really want you to face the music, whether it is the numbers in your bank account, or especially if it is how you are spending your time. The name of my business is called Action Forward because oftentimes we can trick ourselves into thinking that we are being busy and productive by having those days where you are back to back to back to back and exhausted all day all day you haven't had a single time to breathe or walk around or do something quote unquote fun and you trick yourself into thinking that that's what you're supposed to exhaust yourself and do but really you look back on your day and it feels like you haven't gotten anything done you look back on your month you look back on your year and it feels like you have not moved and so really what you have done is you haven't been productive but you've simply kept yourself extremely busy And you've made everybody else's time more valuable than your own you took the call that quite honestly probably could have waited another day you put yourself into your calendar but when somebody else asked for that meeting slot you said absolutely you can have it versus taking that time for you whether it was creating your content calendar or meditation or maybe it was even spending time with your family And if you don't know how to value your own time and your own money, (laughs) then how the heck are you supposed to be able to make it or be trusted with it by anybody else? So at the end of that time audit, I want you to ask yourself these three questions. One, is there a task where more of my time went than I realized? This is going to sound so silly. But the first time that I did this, I realized that the bulk of my time, (laughs) oh my god, was one grocery shopping, and two, picking outfits. And grocery shopping also consisted of meal prepping and cooking. And picking out outfits also consisted of packing as well. But I was spending hours upon hours, a week, on these tasks and when i really looked at how my energy levels were and when those hours added up y'all the average person spends two hours a day on social media two hours a day that's 14 hours a week <laughs> that is two full work days a week and so while it, you know you change out of one thing into another and that seemed really quick If you continuously do that every single day, or if you're spending a a ton of time on your hair or your makeup, or if you're spending a ton of time going to the store and coming back, are there ways that you could preserve that? And so little things that I did that made sense for me, I now do all of my meal prepping and grocery shopping online. I have now saved that time, saved that energy, recharged those batteries into my pack. When it comes to my outfits, I now have a stylist who comes over once a month. She does all of my shopping, she picks up my outfits. And so in that sense, whenever I have a trip or an event or simply just living, I don't even have to think about it. I just grab it and do it. So I want you to look at your time audit and go, is there something that I realized I was spending more time on than I thought? The other thing for me was bookkeeping. Okay, we were talking about money a second ago. When I lost everything, When I was negative, when I was too proud to admit that I had made six figures and was living paycheck to paycheck, I became anal about my books. I wanted to know where every single penny was going, every single subscription, every single automation. It was now in my control. I was going to be the master of my money. But that's the thing, as I did this time audit for the very first time, I realized that I was spending a lot of time bookkeeping, whether it was uploading receipts, looking to see what our numbers were. I was obsessed. And money isn't the worst thing to be obsessed about when you're wanting to grow a business and be responsible for other people. But there were more efficient ways of doing. And so now that's something that I've outsourced. But even certain things that I can't outsource, like say, uploading or organizing my receipts, that we have so many of those confirmations that come into our inboxes. In my calendar, I have sorting receipts, which is a 15 minute time on Mondays, where I will go through and and pop all of those emails into a folder, and uploading receipts, which happens on Fridays, where at the end of the week, I clean out my purses, I clean out my desktop and my downloads folder, and I upload those receipts. So then that way, I'm not trying to interrupt other sources of energy or other ways of thinking by trying to do it. We think that we're really good at multitasking. We think that if we get the email, we can answer the phone and then read the text message and reply to that and then work on the presentation and then come back to the email and that every single one of those tasks is more efficient because we're able to do all of them at once. But that's not how your brain works. Typically, if you interrupt from one task to the next, you don't start where you left off. You end up having to rewind a little bit. In some cases, for example, when it comes to reading, you'll typically go to the very top and start all the way over before you can pick up where you left off. And that right there is time not well spent. So as you do this time audit, and part of why I put the planned and the actual, and part of why I set an alarm versus simply looking back on your day and going, how did I spend my time? It forces you to catch yourself and when needed to correct yourself. Sometimes, even when I'm not doing a time audit, I would encourage you to set those alarms if you know that you are someone who you are easily distracted or you're having one of those days when you're easily distracted. Sometimes it's not a task that you're doing that's distracting, sometimes it's your thoughts. Sometimes it is your thoughts. And sometimes it's your thoughts that is keeping you from managing your time and also keeping you from managing your money. And so setting a timer every 15, 20 minutes will force you in that moment to take a pause. You might take a full pause, a full minute to breathe and hydrate, or it might simply remind you to get out of that thought loop and go do what you were supposed to be doing. Because the reality is, is that if you have these thoughts of, I'm never gonna be successful. I'm not good with money. I'm not good with managing my time. And if you continue to obsess over that or obsess over the comparison, then that thought loop is also going to keep you trapped. And that happens. That absolutely happens. On certain days where you just can't get anything done because you have that loop that can't stop over and over and over again maybe you're going through something really hard right now in which case I I I wish I could wrap my arms around you right now and and I want you to make sure that you are taking care of yourself And that's why it's especially important that you are taking a look at how you're spending your time and how you are spending your thoughts and holding yourself accountable, not just to the numbers, but to the words that are happening in your head. I know that we are almost at time. And what I simply want to end on is this, which is, you know... uh, as I was going through what in my world was a financial crisis, I was also going through a breakup. And I truly do believe that breakups make the break, the best breakthroughs. And in this particular situation, it was a, a verbally abusive situation. And I'll never forget the time where he actually dumped me at an Olive Garden. We had just driven back from Las Vegas to Los Angeles and we were getting ready to order. And the server came and said, hey, are you ready? And uh, I was like, you know what? I think I need a little bit more time. I was trying to decide between the fettuccine alfredo and the tour of Italy. And she walks away and, and leaves the breadsticks. And my boyfriend at the time looks at me, slaps his hands on the table, throws the breadsticks across the restaurant and says, I'm done with you. And I wish I could tell you that I was so embarrassed. I wish I could tell you that I got an Uber and drove myself back to Los Angeles by myself, but I didn't. In that moment, I cried, I got his food, I paid the tab and I went back to the car saying that I was sorry. That I was sorry for making him upset and I was sorry for being the problem. I wish I could tell you that I walked away from that relationship and never looked back. But the reality is, is that it took me six more months to make the decision to leave. But when I made that decision to actually leave, do you know how long that took? (laughs) A split second and I never looked back. In a split second, you can change everything. So I hope that today, when we're talking about time, that that time that it takes for you to get from one decision to the next, for you to change it all, for you to go from what you don't actually want to what you do, from people who suck to people who make you better in every single way, all it takes is a second of courage. That is my time, thank you so much for having me.